Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good, y'all? How y'all doing? It's a beautiful night, you know what I'm saying? And it was a beautiful day. You know what I mean? This is your boy, your host with the most, True. And I'm back on That's Real Talk. Tonight, uh, we have a guest. Um, it's the same guest as last time. He's phenomenal. Uh, it's my boy, Els. Uh, unfortunately, my uh, producer, DJ Hedder, won't be able to make it for this episode. But we still going to do what it do. You know what I mean? We got an exciting lineup for you guys today. I mean, it's phenomenal if you really sit back and listen to what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be addressing the snitch culture. You know what I mean? From snitch nine. I mean, a.k.a. six nine. I'm sorry. But I'm really not. <laughs> and we're going to also be touching on Alpo. You know what I mean? From him being released last year. And uh, that clip, that little clip that he put out, uh, you know what I'm saying? Alpo, I'm, I'm pretty much describing is uh, to some people, from to some people that's more familiar, if you ever seen Payton Full, his character was Rico. And a lot of people are pretty much like fascinated by his character in hip hop. And I pretty much just want to touch on the similarities between Alpo and a lot of these rappers. But we'll get into that. And on the next topic that we're going to touch on today is do females take responsibility for their actions like men have to? Something to think about. You know what I mean, I know y'all females might get mad at me, but I still love y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm just keeping it a buck. And last but not least, a fire topic. Well, not a fire topic, but something of an annoyance. I just want to know. Why are people still profiting from the deaths of Big and Pac? I mean, this is like a, you know, shit is just sick, man. Let these people live, man. I mean, well, they already passed, but let their memories live on. And I mean, let's cut this madness out. Every day you got somebody claiming that they can solve the case. And, you know, it's so full of BS. But we're going to touch on that, too. So, I mean, without further ado, we're just going to get into this episode. Because... That's real talk. Yo. Yeah, man. What's going on, bro? Yo, that shit is crazy. Yeah, it is. It is. It is, man. So, yeah, fans, you know what I'm saying? We got our boy right here. This is my boy, Els. You know, he was on the last podcast, and he's back here again. Uh, We got a lot to discuss, man. We got a lot to discuss. Um... But first of all, let's get to it, man. What's what's going on with the snitch culture, brother? I think it I think, man, honestly, my honest opinion is if if for the younger generation, don't get involved in the streets. I know this sounds weird, me being a square and all saying this, but like snitching in the future is is some is something that's gonna be glorified. It's just gonna get worse. It's just gonna get worse and worse. It make no sense getting involved in the streets. Niggas is going to tell on you. Absolutely, absolutely, man. I just see a lot of weird shit going on. It's it's really uh it's really disturbing, uh, you know. I mean, we didn't see things like this growing up, so it's nah. like this is a whole new like dynamic and it's it's like it's kind of really creepy. It's weird. You got killer snitches out nowadays. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you think about um, the whole six nine? Man, it's despicable, man. It's despicable. Yeah, it has a real big bad impact on the culture. I'm not even a street nigga. I'm gonna keep it real. Even though I'm from Homicide, Hartford, I'm I'm a square. But at the same time, man, it's not even about the streets. You feel me? It's about the integrity. It's about integrity and, and. being a man, like, right. you know what I mean? It's about your integrity. Right. And it's also about being responsible for your own actions. Exactly. It, it Taking accountability. You got yourself in that situation. Right. You, you know just got to deal with the consequences like a man. You know what Absolutely. you was getting involved in. Right. You made those choices. If you can't only... take the heat, you, you ain't got no business getting involved in the first place. As cliche Correct. as that sounds. Right, exactly. I mean, and that's, 
I think that's what a lot of people fail to understand. It, what, like they always say, I mean, I think it always starts with like um, movies. Uh, I'm not going to pretend that music doesn't have some type of effect. Yeah, music definitely has an effect. Um, you know what I mean? Your society, people you grew up with. Um, but it's just like, I know that Hollywood normally glamorizes the shit and they make it seem like you know what I'm saying? You do crimes and all that stuff and nothing, there's no consequences that's going to come, you know, of that, you know, and that's, that's the wrong message to send to these kids. Exactly. Um, and even so, it's like, I, I guess, um, I'm not going to take up for this guy because I'm a little bit uh, suspicious of this guy as well. I think he, he's done some informing. You mean like 100? We're not, no, hell no. I ain't talking about that clown. We, 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 I didn't even get to that point about uh, some of the stuff that that man has said and, and, and done. I don't even want to talk about him right now, but back to what I was saying. Um, it, it's kind of going into the, the, the paid in full uh, aspect. Uh, AZ, AZ phase on. I mean, he claims that uh, when he wrote that book, Trapped, that, uh, he was pretty much trying to tell these kids out here, you know, the streets is dead, streets is over, it's whack. Uh, don't get involved in it. Excuse me. And um, I think he took that book, of course, to Dame Dash, Lion Gate, and all them people. And, uh, or what was, was it, Harvey Weinstein's movie company or whatever the case may be at that time. And they put out uh, paid in full, and I, I remember hearing him complain about paid in full because he was saying in the movie that uh, they glorified Alpo, you know, which, which was playing Rico in the movie. For those that seen paid in full, if you're not too familiar. Oh, that was Cam's character. Yeah, it was Cam Ross's character. Uh, they glorified Alpo. For killing his best friend and being that fly dude that was, you know, doing whatever the case may be, but being a grimy character, they glorified him. And then he said that they made him look like a snitch, like, like he was wearing a wire or something or whatever. He said, you know, and then he was saying, yo, you know, that's not the truth. And he was like, here I am putting out a book and trying to spread a certain message to the kids that, yo, this lifestyle that gets you, you know, one or two things, and you guys flip it around and make it look glory, glorious. You know what I'm saying? And you have a little scene where Rico's, or you know, aka Alpo, is saying, you know, whatever I do, I'm not gonna snitch on nobody in Harlem, B. So I'm still gonna come out. I'm gonna be the king of Harlem when I come home. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like. Just like you were saying earlier, I mean, that's despicable. It's um, It disgusts me. Yeah, it's just disgusting behavior. And, you know, I mean, it's just like people, I mean, even with a American Gangster, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I felt kind of weird when I was watching that part where they asked uh, Frank Lucas, who was, playing, who was played by Denzel Washington, uh, when that cop was asking him, hey, what information do you have on this or on all the cops? And he was giving out information on all the cops. And I, to some extent, I understand some people be like, oh, well, he was snitching on the cops. But what people fail to see is they also asked him, well, who, was, who else does he know in the game? And blah, blah, blah. He was, you know, that nigga was singing like a canary. Wow. Um. So people didn't really catch the fact that Frank Lucas was a snitch you know, or you know, government informant. I mean, it's just. I didn't like, even know that till now because I just. Because I never yeah. watched the movie. Oh, yeah. Well, damn, my fault, man. You definitely want to watch that. I don't know. Where you been at? Under a rock, brother? Nah, I just never seen it. I seen the American Gangster, um, the, the show about him, but I haven't watched the movie with Denzel. I watched the documentary. Yeah, you got to definitely watch the movie, man. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. But, um,. It just shows you. It just really, really shows you, like, these people can't hold water, brother. 
you know, they'll snitch on their own mom. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's real, real disgusting behavior. Um, back to the six, the six nine situation. For him to, you know, be embraced by these these guys, gang members, et cetera, et cetera, what have you. And um, but they had to know that was coming, though. I mean, to some extent, I think they should have known that was coming, but they probably really, really didn't expect it from him. But at the same time, I mean, have you seen pictures of Six Nine before he was Six Nine? He yeah. was like a, a regular church going, little suave, you know, Latino kid. I heard he used to wear dresses too. I wouldn't put it past him because that Nicki Minaj video that he did. Uh, oh, the Fifi. Little, yeah, that was really, really out of control. Yeah, that shit was gay. Yeah, uh, I'm not even gonna like divulge into it, but it was it was disturbing. So, um. <clears throat> What's up? Hold on a second. My fault, bro. I just had to make sure this thing was was working right. But I mean, so going back on that now with the with the six nine situation and him snitching on Shoddy and all of them guys that did that did him a major favor and looked out for him. I mean, what? What impact do you think that the kid... Oh, yeah. The fact that I wanted to bring up out of that situation is this guy snitched on all these people like Sammy the Bull style. And now he's gotten, he got an offer for a $10 million contract? I heard the, the $10 million contract was, was false. I don't know how true that is. Like Some about... people say that. Some people say that. But then there's other... That could confirm the label put that up. Wow. Wow. Well, they don't care because they they just they just about business. Yeah. They not they they don't really give a fuck about the streets. The labels really. It's just a bunch of um and nothing against white people. And I'm not saying white people can't be gangster because look at the Italians and all that and the Irish, but it's just a bunch of rich white people. You know, true. And you know, with their little computers and their little offices, <laughs> it's, it's a bunch of rich white people. They don't give a fuck about the streets. They don't even. I don't even think they care about integrity. They just want to make money, and they see it as a big opportunity for them to make money. That's sad. That's just real sad. And the message that it sends out there to the kids is, "Hey, you could do anything you yeah. want. You could you could kill people and do right. all this fuck shit, this goofy shit, and there will be no consequences. All you got to do is rat, and you ain't got to spend no prison time." Just saying that's that a message. That sounds extremely destructive, but that's what's taking place. You know what I'm saying? True. Yeah. Most of I'm not even gonna lie, man. Like and and then now look, brother, this nigga Alpo is out of prison after him supposedly supposed to be serving a life sentence for all those bodies he had. And The murder of his friend, and you know what I'm saying, and, and everything like that, and, and you know, drugs he was dealing. That nigga realized what he was facing, or whatever the case may be, and then he turns around and says, "F everybody!" It's pressure bus his pipe. <laughs> you know, it's it's really that shit exploded. <laughs> that shit is really disgusting. I mean. I, I almost real unfathomable. 
You That's crazy, I mean? man. It's unfathomable to be, you know. What do you think about that whole Tay K situation? I heard all all his all the most of the people that he 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 that helped rob that that one guy when they ran up when they did the home invasion. Yeah. Most of them snitched on him. Except for I think one. That's 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 what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? That's why Naughty by Nature had that record. I do my turtle by my lonely. Yeah. You can't exactly. nobody out here and have co-defendants and what you're doing. I'm not I'm not advocating for you know criminal behavior. True, true. I just want to make sure I state that. And you know, I'm not glorifying that. But at the same time, I mean Man, world, I had a homeboy yeah. who, who was who was um I guess he was in the streets or whatever. He was telling me the story about how like he committed crime. He was selling dope with some some of his people. It was like your phone, your phone. Oh my phone, my phone. Yo, you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you, bro. Yeah, he was selling dope with some of his people. These is niggas that he grew up with. He known all his life. And they got locked. They all got locked up. He thought these niggas was gonna hold them down. He 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 stayed solid. And three of his homeboys, they blamed everything on him. They went free, and he had to do years in prison over that. Oh, that's that's another story about friends. True, we true. definitely gotta have an episode about friends and you know people that's, that's in your life and whatnot. And shit, it's not you know. It's not given for granted, in my opinion. So, yeah, don't take that shit for granted. Uh, no, not at all, not at all. Um, but what do you think about that 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 trailer for Alpo? That's for his documentary coming out since he's out of prison. Oh, it's a full documentary. Yeah, it's disgusting, man. It it really really made me made me sick to my stomach. The way he was describing <laughs> killing them people, and he just ratted on them like that, like, and those were people that he supposedly your phone's chopping up, for. brother. Your, your phone's chopping up. My brother. phone. Yeah. You hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. Those are people that he supposedly had love for at one point, or he claimed to. I mean, homeboy turned into a freaking all-out serial killer, Ted Bundy. I would uh, hate to be his Jeffrey Dahmer style, huh? I would hate to be his his enemy. Yeah, it's it's real sad. I mean, they said that you know he caused the black cloud over over Harlem after he did that. I mean, the man was going through something. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, those that seen the movie know what I'm talking about. Rich Porter lost his brother. His brother was being, you know, held hostage by some people he knew. It came from his uncle that set that whole situation up. His uncle, which was a drug addict, it was a crazy movie scene. Oh yeah, I remember. I I watched the movie with your brother. Well, I didn't even know you for real. Yeah, you, I was watching. It was me, you, and and your brother. That's the first. That's my first. That was my first time seeing it. I ain't remember, man. That's a long time ago, brother. I didn't. And then he was discussing some stuff, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put his business out there. All right, no doubt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I remember certain stuff. He was talking about money. Uh, anyway, we get on that another time. Though. We ain't gonna uh, discuss that. Uh, but yeah, like, yeah, it's 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 real depressing. I mean, when I when you think about that whole scenario, you would never think that somebody that's your boy. You know, would do you like that? And I think that's another reason why I wanted to bring up, you know, that Alpo situation as well, because I believe that uh, if anybody knows anything about Alpo and how despicable uh, this DVD is, just by, you know, the, the clip that, that was shared and some of the stuff that he was discussing from, you know, damn near 30 years ago, um, I thought it was just like, I don't know, man. Like it's, that was just it was awfully weird. It was just awfully weird, bro. But that's the streets for you, man. I mean, it's a fucked up game. 
Yeah, I mean, that, that snitching comes with this shit. What, you know what I mean, it's awfully it's weird. It's awfully weird in the sense of when you look at that from a, a whole big standpoint. Alpo is the template of these rappers now. True, true. I'm dead serious. I believe I mean, you. you. Get a snitch nine, of course, and it's not just him. I mean, he's the new poster child for that behavior. But look at the, these characteristics that these these snitch people have, uh, even in the hip hop community. It's very alpoish. It's real selfish. Um, I got to get mine regardless, and I'm gonna do what I have to do. Type of behavior. That's and why no no accountability for. The thing is, you've done it and never sitting down and taking responsibility for. Yeah, I mean, hey, man, we gotta just say it how it is, bro. Like that—that that is the template. It's the template. I mean, you hear it, you know. That's one of the reasons why I'm not really impressed by a lot of these um people say, "Oh, I'm a killer. I'm a killer." Anybody could kill somebody, man. Anybody. An old lady. Could be, you know, she might see somebody raping her grandkids and she might pull out a gun and, and shoot the person. Yeah. Does that make her a gangster? <laughs> Does that make her a real nigga? No, she's just doing what anybody would do. I don't know. In my eyes, she's a gangster. Man. Yeah, she she real for that. But I'm but you get what I'm saying though. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, oh, like if you see somebody break in your house. It don't matter who you are. You, if you have a gun, and you're in fear of your life, you're gonna you're gonna kill that person. Absolutely, absolutely. That doesn't that doesn't mean anything. It's just. But um, what was I gonna say? A lot of these dudes, these so called killers, that claim they call all these bodies, when they get in front of the the law, a lot of them fold. Yeah. So I'm not impressed by that type of shit. Like. I mean, a lot of people not built like that, but they claim. And when, as a lot of them, when they get to prison, they they end up being somebody's girlfriend because they ain't got no gun. That's true. Even though I heard nowadays, like in prison, they're not raping people like that, like they used to, but it still happens. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not impressed by that. Like, nigga, I caught all these bodies. Like, so what? I'm not. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying I'm not bro. impressed by that. Indeed, indeed, indeed. I mean, uh, do you think that people should support this this uh, this foul ass documentary? I know I'm not going to support it. I'm. I don't know, but I might, I might just watch it. Yeah, I mean, it's just really crazy to me. I mean, wow. A lot of them, it could be like the hardest killers in the world. When they get in front of a courtroom, that's when the bitch come out. So were they as hard, were those people as hard as you thought they were? Yeah, like they're totally different characters, right? Yeah, you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, bro. They're not the same hard people that they claim to be. They weren't all that tough to begin with. Because they can't take the pressure. They fold under pressure. You can hear me, right? Oh, you chopping Part up. Of lifestyle. What about now? Yeah, they, they, they want to be a part of a lifestyle. Yeah. They can't handle. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just we're going in a totally different direction. It's just going to get worse with the generation. Yeah, perhaps. I believe it, man. But, um, you know what I'm saying? Hello? Chopping up. Uh, My fault. Well, I don't know. That's that's crazy. I said we only going to touch on that briefly because we all know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the snitch thing is going to always keep going from now on. It's going to get worse. Because um, these people ain't talking to the kids. You got to talk to these kids, man. You got to let these kids know for real it's not cool. 
You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You got to really, you know, and a lot of kids just want love. I mean, a lot of people, you know, end up joining gangs and all that stuff because they feel like this, they ain't got no love or, you know, they can't conform to society. Um, there's so many other reasons why it's just not like no father body. figures in their life. Exactly. So they just looking for a place of belonging. That's what a lot of them are. A lot of them, they they not really like, like, yep. you know, as tough as you think they are. They just looking for love. Yeah, your phone's kind of, you know. You hear me now? I hear you, bro. Yeah, I'm they just, just they just looking for love, man. They they just need guidance. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they need that, that. They definitely need guidance. Um. Hold real quick. Let me uh Yeah, I'm back. We're gonna go on a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're gonna continue with that's real talk. Yo What's going on, brother? Just cooling, man. You already know. You know what I'm saying? We had to, you know, cut to a commercial right quick. But we back, y'all. And now, what we're going to touch on is uh, the topic, man. One of the eldest topics. And me and you spoke Open about up, this. Brother. Okay. We're going to get back to a topic that we were speaking on the other day. Which was, do females take responsibility for their actions like men have to. What's your perspective on that, brother? The answer is no. <laughs> they don't. They don't. <laughs> you know? But that but I feel like us as men, we're the leaders and they're the followers. So they have to follow us. I understand, understand. I mean that's that's why 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 do you see that? Like why what gives you that perspective, King? I don't know. It's just the way I was raised. As a man, you're supposed to be the leader of the household. Understood. You know? Understood. I mean, it just, women are not supposed to lead. That's okay. That's that's real. Sh- I mean, both these feminists out here would would beg to differ. True, they think true. that they can do anything that a man can do. Um, they don't want to be. They they don't even want to be equal to a man. They want to be greater than a man. <laughs> That's, oh, man. But the crazy oh. thing is they, they still want a man to protect them and do all this, but yet they claim that they're equal. I'm yeah. not saying women don't have value. I'm not saying women of ain't course shit. Not. That's, That's yeah. not what I don't want nobody to take that the wrong way. For real, that's because what they're gonna look at it is they're gonna look at it. Oh, you're saying that I'm less, you know, I'm less than, and I'm not. Let me tell you something, man. I always seen things in this perspective, and my perspective was that you know, what I'm saying like we're just not equal. You know, what I'm saying nah. me as a man, I'm not equal to a woman, and a woman is equal to me. You know, exactly. We both have our differences. We both we have, have our different. We bo- both have different roles to play. Exactly. It's just the way the world works, and that's just the way everything is, is set up. So you shouldn't be trying to, you know what I'm saying, trying to get aggressive and, and, and surpass me or try to run the household because that's not your place. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, they complain. They're like, oh, you know, that's toxic masculinity, which is... So- or they say, or they they think that being feminine and and submissive is... A weakness, but that's their strength. Absolutely. 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 Their strength relies on their femininity and their submissiveness. Exactly. It takes a strong woman to do that. For real. It takes a real one to do that. You know what yeah, I'm a real woman. For re- Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Well, what do you think about these females that run around hollering this old rhetoric, which I'm, I'm sorry to single out. Uh, a particular a particular group of females, but oh, you talking no. about Lizzo? No, no, no. We're, ah, hell no. See, bro, you always go off topic, bro. I wasn't going even nowhere near that broad, man. Oh, 
I wasn't going to touch on that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was about to say something inappropriate, and that's real talk. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to chill a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, trust me, when, when I start warming up, you know, you might hear some things that make people want to shut the show down. But anyway, um, nah, I was saying, uh, yeah, you kind of threw me off just a little bit, King, but I mean, I'm still on my square. Like, uh, you'll hear that rhetoric. I um, mean, you know, mostly it's, it's kind of feminist rhetoric where you hear them say, shoot, stupid shit like, oh, you know, I'm a strong black woman, this, this, and that. But why is it that you don't hear that from any other race? You know what I'm saying? Why don't you hear that from, you know, Asian women or Latino True. women or white women or whatever women out there that there is? Because there's so many ethnicities, I guess. Asian women are very submissive. They are. But I'm saying, though, you hear shit like, what I'm trying to say is you hear crazy shit from, like, from, from black females uh, predominantly. Like, I'm a strong black woman, you know what I'm saying? And it doesn't make you strong. I mean, that, that doesn't, you know what I'm saying? And by the way, this is not me bashing black women. I'm married to one, you know what I'm saying? Love black women to the death. You know what I'm me saying? Me too. Like, Same here. This. So I'm saying? So what I'm trying to get across is, though, is like, you know what I'm saying? We got to break down all these barriers and we got to break down all these, these, you know, these bullshit comparisons and competition and whatnot because we all got roles to play and we all got, you know, a significance and a meaning. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I that's what that's what the headline topic on that part was is you know what I'm saying like do females take that same role of responsibility that men have to for their actions because as a man we got to take hell of responsibility hell over high water for all of our actions you know what I'm saying nothing goes unchecked you know what I'm saying you'll be criticized for anything and everything and we gotta we gotta stand up and you know what I'm saying? We gotta hold our nuts in every situation. You know what I'm saying? But I don't feel like that same energy is being uh spread across the boards. You see what I'm saying? I feel you. But you know what I think it is? I think a lot of it has to do with like opposite the track. Women want something that they don't have. They want they like a uh, insecure woman wants a confident man. Mm-hmm. That makes that's, any sense. That's that's the well. That that seems natural, right? You know, what I'm saying in my account. But I mean, what about a? Because uh, uh, they value qualities that they don't have. That's why you see so, certain fat. I'm not gonna say the b word, but I'm gonna say this is why you have certain <laughs> fat women who say they want a perfect man, a man that look look good. I'm yeah. not saying all fat women are ugly or anything like that either. I'm just saying that's just oh, their the way And by they the way, think. brother, this is that's real talk. I mean, anything you want to say, you can say. You know what I mean? I, true, I mean, true. I mean, excuse me for biting my tongue earlier. Um, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying not to do that because that's not what we want to do here. This is the place where we talk for real. It's just like how me and you have our conversations off the grid, and we keep it funky. We want to keep it funky on the show. Um, some True. people may not like that, but I think that we need to, this is an era right now of sensitivity and, um, you know, it's that Ralph Trev, 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 <laughs> what's that dude's name from, from, from New Edition? That New Edition. We need a man with sensitivity. We don't need no sensitivity. I don't even remember his name. Yeah, but Robert, I mean, his name is Ralph, I forgot what a T, something. Um, but yeah, that's that's the funny thing right now. I mean, we living in the sensitivity era, and I don't want no sensitivity on my show. Sensitive to anybody and their feelings. True, true. I don't true. care. Um, it's just real shit. So, like I'm saying, brother, sorry to you know interject like that, but I just want to let you know one more time, and I want to let the listener know that you're not going to get a politically correct environment here. I don't care about what you think as far as your opinions or this, that, and the case. We just, 
we just kick the shit the way we feel like kicking it here. And you're going to either like it or love it or leave it alone. Anyway, back to what you were saying. I was saying, like, you have certain fat bitches who want a man that's, you know, that looks like Trey Songs. you know what I mean? Because they're looking wow. for qualities that they don't have. They, You know what I mean? Yeah, true, true. But I think that's the same way with men, too. Like, I'm going to keep it real on that, too. You know what I'm saying? You shit. You know what I'm saying? You have a a nigga that's built like a small car. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he want a perfect woman. Yeah, but you want that chick with the flat stomach and the fat ass and the big titties. No, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? He might even that. be able to get her. He he might be able to. If he got and, game. And likewise, likewise for the female. That true, female true, might be true. able to get Trey songs, too. So that's not that's we're not gonna you know it's 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 not that's not the case here, you know what I'm saying? The case is it's just like you just gotta be real with yourself, and I believe you just got like I feel like you should just keep it all the way one hundred. You know what I'm saying? Know yourself, know exactly. if you make mistakes, and know that you gotta correct those mistakes, and just take responsibility, man. Just keep it, keep it all the way above. Because I'm saying, like, we're living in an era where nobody wants to keep it a buck. Uh, men don't want to keep it a hundred. Females don't want to keep it a hundred. I'm not biased to anybody. But what I'm trying to say is, though, I do notice that it seems like it's, it's on one end of the spectrum a little heavier, um, way heavier than it is on the other. You know what I'm saying? You, true, keep, true. you keep calling, the pot keeps calling the kettle black, and it's like, God dang, bro, like, when are we going to come to a consensus of, yo, just keep it a buck. I mean, yo, like, you, you know, you make mistakes, I make mistakes. That type of shit, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's, what can we do to improve? Not to harp on it. None of that, you know what I'm saying? We just want to elevate and become better people, you know what I'm saying? Better better ourselves in that in that regard. You know true, true. I don't think there should be no competition between a man and a female. Exactly. I think no competition. Exactly. Because you know there is no competition between y'all. You play your own, y'all play here. your role. Play your role. Stay in you know your position. Saying? Exactly. And that's not that's not to be said as is a derogatory fashion. Some females take that as is really derogatory. Like, oh you telling me what to do this to... that's your problem. And that's why you're never going to have a man. And that's why you're never going to elevate because you don't take responsibility for your actions and the way you talk, the way you carry yourself. No man wants that shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't want no chick getting sassy with me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm telling her what's, what's, what needs to be done and you want to yap back. Well, no, nah, I don't fit. No, 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 no. Phone click. You know Phone click. That's what it is. Phone click. Phone click and curve. One or the other. You you get you getting some combination of one of those. You know what I'm saying? So I won't even argue back. I just click. That's it. Oh yeah. I mean shit. Uh, my pops used to do legendary shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 sorry I have to bring up his personal uh you know his his personal uh fiascos. But uh my pops is the type of dude, man, he don't even argue. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because I'm a man. My word yeah. is my word is law. You know what I'm saying? You you get out of pocket with him. You don't even see it coming. You just come home from work and all his shit is gone, and there's no explanation. Exactly. That's dude, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm not saying that I was right either. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just gotta, you know, you gotta talk shit out too. But that's just to show, like, some people just value themselves uh, as a man or whatever, you know what I'm saying? They just value themselves very highly and they want that respect and they mean that, you know what I'm saying? Because we getting, we living in an era, like I said, where it's just, it's, it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? And besides that, then there's the sensitivity factor that I was bringing. Some people are not going to like hearing the truth. Some people are like, the truth is like AIDS to them. That's a foreign language to them. Yeah. So, but we got to start hitting people with the truth because if you don't see the truth, man, you can't improve and 
you can't improve and you're just going to die. You know what I'm saying? It's survival of the fittest out here. Amen. Hey, you know, you already know, bro. I'm just, I'm just kicking it. I'm just kicking it, you know, from the top of, you know, the dome. And I'm keeping it a buck, man. That's how we got to do it. So we came to that conclusion on that topic. Now we're going to move along to the last topic of the night. You know what I'm saying? We did this special for y'all. We're making sure that the show is, you know, official, is long enough. But before we do that, y'all doing for the show. And, you know, we love y'all, man. We we appreciate the fans. And uh, we're going to also be putting up a GoFundMe soon so you can support us that way. Uh, we're going to have a cash app for the show so you can support us that way so we can keep on going because this is a new podcast and we're coming out strong. And we want to do a lot more things with That's Real Talk. We want to build on this brand and expand. So I will be giving out that information soon. Um, but before we do that, you can support us in another way. And that would be to stay tuned <laughs> while we do this commercial right quick. And we'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Els. Yo, Els, can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Okay, brother. You can hear me now, right? I can hear you. I can hear you. Oh, all right. All right. Keep that phone close to you. You smell me? I smell you, man. All right. Um. Yeah, man. So now we down to the last topic of the night, bro. Um. Unfortunately, it's, it's some fuck shit. But uh, a lot of fuck shit comes up. So we're going to address this situation because I've seen it going on online and it's really annoying. Why are people still profiting off the deaths of Big and Pac? Hmm. The death of Big and Pac. I don't know, man. I really don't know. Your phone's chopping up, brother. Hold up. You hear me now, right? Yeah, I can hear you. Who would you say is profiting off of it? In particular, people that uh, either have something to do with his actual murder, or people that don't know shit about it. Oh, you know, you mean the Keefy, like Keefy D and them, like Keefy D. I think he's kind of frauding it. Uh, his story doesn't add up. Too tough. Um, I think he just said some shit to get out of his situation, which a lot of people do. They make stories up in order to, you know get out of the case or whatever the case may be. Um, and Greg like I always can't... say, man, we, we living in a time where people have stabbed their own mama for attention. That's real sick. If it brings them likes or even some type of clout or money. Real sick, man. Real sick. But the attention is more valuable than the money nowadays. Some niggas just don't even care about the money. Money ain't the root of all evil. No more attention is. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Money was never the root of all evil. Oh, yeah, yeah. People just Bible, screwed In that. the Bible, it says... For the love of money. Yeah, but it also says in another scripture, it says, a wine, wine maketh merry, a feast is made for laughter, but money answereth all things. See, okay. Yeah. What scripture was that, bro? You just, you know, you just enlightened me right there. I forgot. I gotta. I gotta look it up again. Okay, you, you coming through with some wise man quotes in this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> yeah, the Bible out. got a lot of good quotes in it. You know, I'm saying learn a lot. Even if you ain't spiritual, you could learn a lot. Absolutely, Reverend Els. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Reverend Els on the ones and twos, y'all. Now I'm playing for the but, love of money. Right. 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I've seen people that done a lot of things for the love of money, man. True. You know what I'm saying? What my nigga Styles P said on that one record, I love that record. He was like, he said everything. He was talking about money like as if it was talking to him. You know, similar to the record that Nas did where he was talking to the gun. True. And, oh, um, oh, I know. I think yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Styles was like, he was talking to his money, and he was like, "Money ain't everything." And then she laughed at me and said, "My hammer ought to blast at me." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was just, it's crazy, yo. I feel like the lack of money might be might be the root of all evil. My nigga said that he said that one lie. He said, "I said, money, you the root of evil." How they, they print God, God we trust, trust, knowing what you do, to, do people. to people. But I'm a hard felon, so I grabbed two stacks, dirty and bloody, because I heard my car yelling. Oh, yelling. <laughs> I was like, yo, this dude is, he's crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, he went off. Yeah, yeah, that was, see, I mean, that's another thing, too, I want to talk about real quick. Just a quick segue before we go back into what we were initially describing or just initially talking about. Uh, do you see that? Do you see that how we can memorize those verses? True, true. Yeah. And do you do you do you see the weight and the value of those verses? Those 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 key life components that that dude is spitting in them verses. Yep. You can hold those jewels for the rest of your life. Yeah, especially people like Nas, man. I remember this one line where he was like, he was like, um. What you base your happiness around material women and large paper? That means you're inferior, not major. Woo! That's that's man, listen. I put wifey on to um stay chiseled today. Stay chiseled. Yeah, you remember Stay Chiseled by Nas. I gotta check that one out. I don't remember that one. How'd it go? Oh, I might know it by the sound. That um stay chiseled, check your paper, nigga. Something, something. He was like, ah, oh, I can't remember the, the whole the hook like that. Oh, I gotta but, hear it again. But he basically I probably do was, know it. He was basically talking about like, you know, what I mean, basically just keeping the mind sharp. You know what I'm saying? And how he was doing like mental workouts rather as opposed to doing physical workouts, and the importance of mentally staying sharp and mentally being on point. True. The mindset is everything. Oh yeah, the mindset is everything, man. The mindset is just is a beautiful thing if you know how to control it and you keep it, you know what I'm saying? Well don't powered. let it control you. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The same way you should be doing that with everything, money and and everything else. Exactly. Anyway, Women. Exactly. Man, like I said, man, you see a lot of cats that's out here, you know what I'm saying, just lost. But we that's another thing for another day. I'm, I'm glad we took a quick segue into that. But back to this whole big pox situation with Greg Kading and his fake ass and um Keefy D. I mean, I ain't got nothing against Keefy D. I think he's just trying to get his money. I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They call him a snitch for a while. I, I see he had problems with Boosie because of that. But uh I don't understand how he's a snitch. If the dude did dead and he not he, he's not not like he's incriminating him. That's what are they true. gonna do to a dead man? I, I don't know. Uh I don't even know if he's telling the truth, man. I think he's just saying some shit to get out of his situation. Might be. I don't think anything that he was talking about checked out. I think it was a bunch of uh fabricated bullshit that Greg Kading beefed up for him to say so that way they can make the LAPD look a certain way. So you don't think it was Orlando um, that, that did it? That's what everybody in LA was saying. Orlando had something to do yeah. with it. Yeah, they keep throwing Orlando, Orlando was this gangbanging thing. People keep using up conspiracy theories, but this was this and this was this. I don't believe that for the simple fact that if you was pretty much looking at the timeline with, with Tupac's situation, there was too many things that was leading you to believe that, you know what I'm saying, there was an assassination attempt in, in effect. Um, it, it didn't seem, it looked like somebody planned that out. It was planned out not well enough, but it was planned out and executed in, within such a manner 
and the people's involved, it just seemed like, you know what I'm saying, like you can kind of, uh, if you really piece things together, you can really mark and identify and see, you know, there's the certain individuals that were involved, the key players. Um, it was just some real 48 laws of power, crazy shit that went down with Tupac situation. And I'm not even going to go into the whole Tupac hoax CIA conspiracy shit. Um, I seen a lot of those videos, speaking of which, and it was just like, at first I was kind of like, oh, wow. You know, they got this point and this point and this point, but then they got to a point where it was just like an obsession and it just seemed like some bullshit that somebody else was, you know, propagating online. So, I'm True. not... Yeah, it's just... It was just like the stuff you see online. Not everything is true. That's the truth, man. And that's what you got to be careful of consuming uh, certain information as bullshit. So, I mean, it's, the internet is a blessing and a curse at the same time. Yeah. Uh, as far as the big situation, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, we all know, man, like Gene Deal, I don't think. From from Gene Deal's perspective, if y'all guys don't know who he is, he was uh, Puffy's ex bodyguard back then, and uh, he gave a testimony as to, or he gave statement as to the individuals that were there that night of Big's murder, um, who they identified, who he identified, who that individual was because he seen that person around, and you know. They were able to pretty much, you know, he pretty much identified who the real killer was. And it kind of coincided with uh, Russell Poole, who was another LAPD detective who was pretty much getting real good information by doing his job and piecing shit together and really figuring out what was going on. And he pretty much was breaking through and the LAPD shut him down because he was going to pretty much bring down the whole LAPD with everything he was finding out. Yeah, a lot of so, them are crooked, them cops. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I mean, if you really look at it and see the motivation of why they wanted to stop it, it's like you just look at how much money they would have had to pay the states of these rappers, and they would have been in the billions of dollars with those lawsuits. So I mean, I'm not I mean, surprised because I had a cousin who used to work for the, L- I mean, not the LAPD, but um, used to work for the, I forgot which state it was in, but he used to work for the police department, and um, he he was seeing a lot of stuff, and he was gonna he was gonna talk a talk up against it, but they threatened his life. They told him if he didn't leave the police department, they were gonna kill him, and he was in fear of his life. After yeah, that, niggas is gangsters, man. He was suffering from PTSD. Yeah, the after niggas- he left. The police force is is they're gangsters, bro. Yeah, man, a lot. And they're people gang. think that stuff doesn't really go down. They think like when black people talk about police brutality and stuff like that, they think, oh well, it. They act like a lot of I'm gonna say a lot of Caucasians act like it doesn't exist. Like we're just exaggerating. They know. They're very aware. They're very aware. But you know, it's a lot of front shit going on. Man. A lot of people don't want to take accountability and responsibility as something that we talked about before. You True. know, that demographic in that community rather it's just, you know what I mean, go through shit in silence and um, just face yeah, They got their no snitch code too, just like the streets. Right. Yeah, but anyway, I mean, the police is the police, man. We, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. You know what I mean? And we already know that the police is another government faction if people don't understand. So, I mean, just the fact that the LAPD had their hands all over that situation and they were involved with death row, um, as well as Orlando Anderson. A lot of people don't know that, too. Orlando Anderson had ties with death row. He was on the books for death row. So for him to go ahead and kill Tupac uh, seems a little, uh, you know what I'm saying? Well, wasn't wasn't he connected to um, Easy e I don't know his affiliation to Easy D. I know Keith. I think they from the same. They, they from the same hood or something like in nah, the same nah, nah, game. Now, nah, nah. nah, from my understanding, uh, 
um, Easy E was a Kelly Park Crip. Oh, and uh, and um, them guys, Keefe D and Orlando Anderson, when they were Southside Crips, they had more of an affiliation with um, another hood out there, uh, Nutty Block and Atlantic, something like that. Those dudes. So those dudes, they were real tight. They, their blocks were real close. And they also were close by the mob high roof. So that's, you know, which was what Shug and them dudes were affiliated. So, I mean, you can look into that storyline and see how they used that storyline. Like, oh, yeah, well, them two were already, those factions were already beefing and this, this, and that. But it, it was deeper than that, bro. There's a lot more of a setup going on with all that, man, because they used that to cover certain things. You know what I'm saying? They used that those whole scenarios to cover up certain shit while plotting on that man's demise, man. So, uh, Yo, not to cut you off or not to change this topic, but what do you think about um, Busy Bone, what Busy Bone said in, on, I think it was The Breakfast Club about him seeing Orlando, what's his name, with um Puffy and them, Puffy and Diddy, and they was in the studio together. I mean, shit. Who's to say? Let me put my theory out, right? And this is a theory, y'all. Hello? Yo? You can hear me? Yeah. My fault, brother. I think my shit. I think I had a... Touch the wrong button. But you can hear me, right? Yeah, I hear you clearly. So I'm saying I'm gonna put my theory out there. My theory is uh who's to say that Shug and Puff knew that B.I.G. and and Pac were worth more to them than they're alive. Hmm. Because, I mean, the way things happen after that, I mean, just the whole buddy-buddy relationships of certain people and certain shit, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we know that the South Star Crips had an affiliation with Bad Boy, so they say people can eyewitness that and whatnot. But they also had a relationship whether people want to admit that or not besides the beef situation because I mean like I said uh, why was Orlando Anderson on those books at death row getting paid Wow! and I'm not talking about getting paid after the Tupac situation we're talking about prior and we're also talking about the fact that Keefe D knew Suge for years Wow. He said he used to go swimming Shug swimming pool back in the day when Shug was younger. Um, that's crazy. And that he still when he when Shug was out, he would run into Shug and Shug would talk to him and they would have good conversations like anything else, like nothing happened. And I'm saying to myself, if Shug really loved Tupac the way he claimed he loved Tupac and you know said he cried and all that other shit. I don't know, man. Those things don't add up to me. You know what I'm saying? It's real funny. So what you're saying is he was chilling with him after? He chilled with Keefe D after. Wow. See what I'm saying? He was cool. He was calm and cordial with Keefe D after the situation. Now, either you are A, a punk-ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? You got some... You got some, some what you call it in your blood. You got some Kool-Aid in your blood. And, you know what I'm saying? You're not <laughs> really built like that. Or B, you guys know what time it is. Wow. You know what I'm saying? One hand wash the other kind of shit. You smell what I'm saying? True, true. I mean, like I, like I said before, man, my pops used to always say, man, you can't piss on my head and tell me. Tell me it's raining. raining. For real. You see what I'm saying? So it's like 
they want to tell you a bunch of shit. You hear a lot of stuff from uh, Reggie Wright, who I think is also involved in some kind of way, because there was things coming up about Homeboy, um, public public record shit. But um, you hear stuff from him. You hear stuff from Mob James and all these other guys. And Mob James, you know, I mean, no disrespect to that dude either. But I just don't know, man. I don't know where they got they 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 storylines from when when there's already information that's leading that's not being answered to 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 a, another a, another um another summarization, man. Another you know, what I mean, conclusion here. And that conclusion is, you know what I'm saying, there's a lot of dirty players in this, man. And it seems like everybody's trying to find a way to cover their ass right now. At the same time, trying to figure out a way to profit off of these men's death. That's been dead for almost 20-some-odd 20 some years. And people still talking about them to this day. People still talking about them. And it's another thing I want to throw out before we, we close this podcast, too, before we, we end this tonight, is when you look at some of this shit, brother, um, why is it that everybody that was kind of like giving us some real good information as to what was going on and what they thought might have happened or what they saw happen and what they pretty much would know went down with the Tupac situation, just started freaking disappearing. Just started dying off. Yeah, that's Tupac's spooky. bodyguard, Frank Alexander, dead. Uh, he shot himself. Uh, committed suicide, supposedly. Wow. We all know that. That's an old school government thing. Committed suicide. You know what I'm saying? Blowing your brains out or something like that with a shotgun or some shit I heard. Or, or a rifle and uh, autopsies was also saying that you know it's, there's no way possible he could have really done that to himself so that's another thing but I'm not even going to go divulge into that the other bodyguard that was there he the, he passed away um, the one that was exposed was um exposing them yeah, I don't know. There's a couple. There's a bodyguard, a bald head bodyguard. Uh, I forgot his name, Michael something. Who's that uh, big one? Like the, the real big one that was talking about. Um, I, he was talking about Pac in the interview. I don't know if it was on Vlad or what, but he was saying something yeah. about Pac. Well, that's the. I know there was the, the light skin. That was the light skin um, bodyguard. Oh the yeah, dark him. skin bodyguard. He died and too. It was. It was a bunch of other people, you know what I'm saying? Tupac's cousin, uh, Yafafula, whatever. He had Qaddafi, a statement. He Qaddafi. said he saw... Huh? You mean Qaddafi? Was it Qaddafi? Yeah, that's, that was his rap name or whatever. I thought that was his brother, though. Like, cause all nah, nah, that wasn't that his was brother. His that's, that was, that's his cousin. I mean, it, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of crazy shit, bro. When you sit back, you know what I'm saying? This is all if this is all public information that you can, you can look at from... The you know what uh, Russell Poole and other cops that were really investigating the case, not Greg Kading, who's you know false lying ass dude, and they got evidence of that crooked cop. He's a part of that establishment. So um, let me ask you this: Why yeah. do you think they allegedly got rid of Pac? <laughs> what reason? I mean, that's they... yet to be that's yet to be seen, man. You got, you got, you got, um, you got, you got, you got two eyes, <laughs> you got two eyes, two ears, and one mouth for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So, you can see things, you can hear things, and you don't have to say everything, but you know what it is. Oh, so, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I just leave that with that, and I'm going to just say... Um, Seeing deaf, hearing blind. Correct. You know you know the deal, man. I ain't got to say anything, man. Everybody knows what the deal is. And, um, you know, it's just... That's just what it is, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy out here. Um, True. So, with that being said, brother... 
we at the end of the podcast. It was a beautiful podcast. Um, we enjoy entertaining the fans. And uh, new music coming out, too. Oh, yeah, we got music coming out. I should drop something at the end of this show. I don't know if I have a record I could play. Um, but this record, I mean, this episode was long as long as long as hell as already as, as it is. Mm-hmm. So I probably won't be playing no records tonight. But um, next episode, um, you know, I'm just going to be doing it dolo, and I'm gonna be touching on some topics, and I will be probably uh, playing a record or whatnot. But don't worry, y'all. Els will definitely be back because he's a very he's a prime guest on this show. Um, to pretty much to an extent, the co-host man, he's he's dope. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying he's dope. Now, I don't, I don't just mean that on on the podcast tip. Also, he can he has some real banging music for you coming out soon. I appreciate like I, it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And like I told y'all before, uh, we, I got an album out. Listen to my demo. I'm not listening to my demo. I apologize. I'm thinking about my mixtapes. Listen to my album which will be releasing soon. I played a record from that album, a single featuring um, uh, my boy Trey Devane and uh, Biker Boy Scooter is another local uh, Florida rapper. And um, the record is dope. So when y'all get a chance, you can go back to the first podcast and listen to it. It's at the end of the podcast. Tell me what you think. We're trying to get that on all the radios, on everything. And, I'm going to have it out there on um, all platforms, too, um, on my own platform for y'all to purchase. You know what I mean? We need all the support. It's a new era thing. New era. We the new era. So with that being said, man, uh, love y'all out there, man. Keep the support going. Yeah, appreciate the love, man. You already know, man. Tell You got to let them know. You got to let them know that we appreciate them. So we do appreciate y'all. And uh, we can't wait to see y'all next time. So, peace. Peace.